0: Well, welcome to a special time uh, this evening for service, a 5 o'clock time, and we appreciate y'all coming out this evening. If you have your Bibles, we want to read out of the book of Mark, chapter number 16, the book of Mark, chapter number 16. And I want to begin reading in the 15th verse. I want to look at just two verses now, Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. Now, Jesus, this is after his resurrection. This is before his ascension back into heaven. Listen what he has to say. He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I want to preach on this thought tonight baptism according to the book. The book being The Word of God. Can I get amen? Amen. It's not baptism according to Preacher Darren or baptism according to Bethel or baptism according to Baptists. It's baptism according to the Word of God. Now, what makes you a Christian is when you place your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that He died for your sins, that He was buried, and that He rose again on the first day of the week. You've admitted that you're the sinner and He is the Savior. And after you get saved, the Lord's told us that we're to be baptized. This identifies us with Christ. There are two ordinances of the church that we are to follow obediently. The first one is baptism. And the second one is participating in the Lord's Supper. couple of things I want to say and we'll be done. Number one, when I look at this text, I see the biblical mandate. Jesus said that we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And when people believe the gospel, when they repent and get saved, we are to baptize them. Baptism is nothing less than Bible doctrine. Let's talk about Jesus for a second. In the first chapter of the book of Mark that you're in, in the first chapter, we see a man by the name of John the Baptist John the Baptist is preaching the Word of God. And he says in verse number 4, John did baptize in the wilderness. Look at verse 5. There went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river Jordan. Look what they were doing. Confessing their sins. Can you see the line? One by one they come into that water and they're waiting for John to baptize them. They walk into that water confessing their sins. Not that he's a priest, not in confessing to him necessarily, but confessing to God their sin. The Bible tells us if we would confess our sins, he would be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So they're being baptized. The Bible says in verse number 7 that John was preaching. He said there's coming one mightier Then I after me, the lantern of whose shoes I'm not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So that tells us right there, there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know when you get saved, that the Holy Ghost plunges you into the blood of Jesus Christ, plunges you into the body of Christ. Now when you come up, you come up a new creature, saved, born again, baptized of the Holy Ghost. Then there's water baptism, amen? That means we're following in obedience, identifying ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. The water baptism, we'll preach it there, and the Bible said there that if you believe and are baptized, you'll go to heaven. But what, what about if you're not baptized? What about the thief on the cross? The thief on the cross said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus said, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Hey, thank God. But the thief on the cross didn't get baptized. You ever thought about it? He didn't have the opportunity to be baptized. But I'm telling you what, the Holy Ghost put him into the body. Amen. He plunged him beneath that flow on that <laughs> crimson flow, thank God for it. And I want to say, man, there's a Holy Spirit baptism. That he's talking about. If you can believe, the Holy Ghost baptizes you. Amen? Yes, it does. Okay, so watch here. John's standing there. And the Bible says in verse 9, It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. There came a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Can you see the line? Now, there's all these people, sinner after sinner after sinner, and Jesus has mixed in with them. And one by one, they confess their sin. I've been drinking. Oh, God, forgive me. Put it in the water. Stood back up. Oh, Lord, I've been wicked. I've been cussing. Stepped in the water. Oh, God, forgive me. I've been fretful. I've been fearful. I've been an unbeliever, but I believe now. Put them in the water, amen. And all of a sudden, in that line, here comes Jesus. And he ain't got no sin to confess. He's not a sinner. preacher Why was he baptized? If sinners need to be baptized, why was he baptized? He said, I'm taking your place. I'm taking upon, whoo, I'm taking upon me your sins, amen. I'm identifying myself with you. And John stopped and said, behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. I am not worthy to baptize you. You should baptize me. And the Lord said, Suffer to be so. And John baptized him, and the heavens were opened, amen, and the Spirit fell, amen, and God the Father spoke. Praise God for it. It is a biblical mandate. Did you know Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. So when Jesus commenced his ministry, he was baptized, And when Jesus concluded his ministry, before he left, he said, go into the world, preach the gospel to all creatures, and for those that believe, baptize them. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people got saved. Guess what they did? Baptized them the same day, Acts 2, 38 and 41. Acts chapter 8, the Ethiopian eunuch got saved. Guess what happened minutes later? He got baptized. Paul, Acts 9, 18, Paul, that great man who who came against the church and, and criticized and murmured and arrested people from the church. When he got saved, he got baptized. Acts 10, the Gentiles got baptized. Acts 16, the Philippian jailer, after he got saved, he got baptized. Amen. Listen, to, to disobey this command is to be disobedient to God. After you get saved, biblically, according to the book, you need to be baptized. Well, Preacher Darren, I got baptized and then later on, I thought I was saved, and I got baptized, but then later on, I realized I didn't really have it. And I really got saved after that. What about my first baptism? Well, hallelujah, you took a bath in front of everybody with your clothes on. But you need to follow up after salvation, after real genuine salvation by being baptized, amen? Number two, there's the biblical message. Water baptism Simply states you're identified with Christ. Water baptism, we've already said, is a symbol. It shows the death. When you're standing, you're standing with Christ. The old man, dead, amen. My sin's going to be transferred to him. When you're standing, there's the picture. You're depicting the death of Jesus on the cross. When you're immersed, you're depicting the burial of the Lord Jesus Christ. Was Jesus buried all the way? Or was he just buried part of the way? He was buried all the way. He was immersed into death. Amen. Thank God for it. So it's showing the death of your old nature. And when you're raised back up, they're depicting the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and the new creature that you have become. Thirdly, there's the biblical method. There's the word, it's a Greek word, it's baptizo. The word means to immerse. It is used of a ship that is sunk flat to the bottom. It is immersed totally under the water. And Mark, you're right here. Mark 1 verses 9 and 10. What's this? Straightway, verse 10. Straightway, coming up. What does it say? Out of the water. That means they went in the water, and he immersed him, like a ship that was sunk. He put him under, and he raised him back up. Listen, you wouldn't have to be in the water to put a little sprinkling on. And not listen, you wouldn't have to. I can tell you about John chapter 3, verse 23, that he was baptizing in Enon near Salem. And the Bible says there was much water there. that's coming up out of the water. It is a biblical method to be immersed. Amen. One little boy, he prayed to receive the Lord Jesus Christ into his heart. The teacher said, go home and tell your pastor that you've been saved. And now that you've been saved, you need to be baptized. The little boy went home to the pastor and he said, preacher... I've been saved and now I need to get advertised. Well, that is the message of baptism. It is that we are being advertised that we look at look we are identified with Jesus Christ. We're advertising, amen, to with the one who died for you. Baptism will not save you. It is an outward symbol of an inward grace. Did you know that our 34th president, he's remembered for many, many things, Dwight D. Eisenhower. He led the Allied forces in the invasion of Europe, one of the militaries and the world's most decorated men. He was elected 34th president of the United States, and he enjoyed something that was never been matched by U.S. presidents. He was baptized in office, publicly. World leaders came to watch Dwight D. Eisenhower get baptized after he made a public profession of his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We may not be able to stand witness before a nation today, but we can be a witness before our family, and we can be a witness before our friends. That way is through baptism. Number four, and I'm done. What are the biblical motives? Preacher Darren? If the person has not been saved, I mean if the person is saved, but they've not been baptized, will they still go to heaven? Well, the thief on the cross did. But if you've really been saved, failing to be baptized will not keep you out of heaven. But the Bible tells us that you ought to follow him obediently. Three things about it. You ought to write this down. This is going to get deep right here. Three things. Preacher Darren, what is the motive for me to be baptized? The first one, you have a master to confess. Are you saved? Amen. Romans 6.6. 6, I read it in there. That our old man, in the prayer room, our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. We are not ashamed to confess Christ. The Bible says, if you're ashamed to confess me, Jesus said, then I'll be ashamed to confess you. If you won't confess Jesus on earth, then he won't confess you in heaven. And one way you confess... It's through baptism. That I've been saved. My sins are under the blood of Jesus Christ. I have a new life and I'm identifying myself with Jesus. We have a master to confess. We have a message. Secondly, we have a message to convey. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and rose again on the third day. If you believe that, amen, when you get baptized, you're showing the picture of Jesus' death burial and resurrection we're going to see it hopefully a couple of times tonight the death boy you ought to be shouting the death burial and resurrection thank God for it amen and thirdly we have a mandate to complete the Lord said go you therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you and lo I'm with you always even unto the end of the world now I'm going to say this and so I'm going to be done There was a young minister one time, and uh, he had not done a baptism before. He had been to a lot of them, been baptized himself. God called him to preach, taking care as a young pastor his first baptism. And he run them two ordinances together of the Lord's Supper and of baptism. And when you run things together, you're in trouble. He went down to the water. He lowered his first candidate down into the water. And before he did, he said, here, drink ye all of it. Now, I know that some people have offered me $20 to hold y'all under till you bubble. And and, and I'll not do that. But but the most important thing I can tell you is, tonight, what does my baptism represent? I have a picture on my phone that someone took. When I got baptized, I saved at about the age of 12. I got baptized later that fall. I I looked up that picture. There I was standing there, scared absolutely to death, but not ashamed of Jesus. Scared, Yeah. But not ashamed of Jesus. Was the water cold when I got baptized? It was October the 30th. What do you think? In the middle of little old Hooper's Creek. Son, it was so cold. But I was not ashamed of Jesus. And guess what tonight? Here I stand now. Some 56, 7 years old. I'm still not ashamed of Him. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. And thank all of y'all for being here tonight. But these young people that have just been saved and want to be baptized, they're standing here tonight to say, Y'all... I am not ashamed of Jesus Christ. And I get behind that, and I salute that, and I honor that tonight. You stand to your feet. Maybe somebody say, Preacher Darren, I want to pray for these that that have just gotten saved. I I, I want to pray for them. Come on right now, let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. Maybe tonight you need to be saved. Well, if you're not saved, will not you come down here and get a hold of me. I'll pray with you, and you can get saved tonight if you'd come. If you'd come. Folks are moving, praying for these that just got saved pray for thee that if you got fear in your heart God take that away tonight as we get ready to baptize you. want we'll to take that fear away. Holy Ghost take that fear away please. Folks are praying round about. Thank y'all for coming faithfully to the altar. Thank y'all so much. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. Not ashamed. Boy that's one way to confess tonight Christ is come to the altar and say Lord I just want to thank you. I have a master to confess. Folks still coming praise the Lord still coming. Well if you're watching at home and you've not been saved right now be a time You ought to bow on your knee and say, Jesus, I'm a sinner and you're the Savior. Would you wash me in your blood? Would you forgive me of my sins? Would you save my soul and let me go to heaven? Thief on the cross said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And just like that, he got saved. Father, I thank you for these that's been saved. May your hand be upon them. Lead them and guide them and sustain them in these coming days. Take away any fears they might have tonight. Help us, God, to know what we might do to rightly minister unto them this evening. Thank you for Jesus who was uh, baptized that he might identify himself with me. And Lord, thank you for allowing me to identify myself with him. I want to have fellowship, relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, if there's one under the sound of my voice, whether it be through internet, DVD, uh, CD, or these that are here live tonight, God, I pray in person. God, at your hand be upon them, God. Convict them and save them before it's everlasting too late. We love you and praise you. And for this we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, amen. amen.